So welcome, my fellow traders, to our first 4th of July truth bet. You know, we love this nation and we couldn't just ignore this holiday. Do you realize that it is the 246th birthday of America? Do you realize we won't be free of Joe Biden until 250? <laughs> that long? Yeah. It seems, seems like it's been an eternity. <laughs> One of our faithful fans, and so let's give a shout out to Tom Braden. He sent us this clip that we want to share with you. And it's a it's a lady describing what she is seeing in our nation currently. And after we play it, Dietrich and I want to expand on her words. I never dreamed that I would have to face the prospect of not living in the United States of America at least not the one I've known all my life. I've never wished to live anywhere else. This is my home and I was privileged to be born here. But today I woke up and as I had my morning coffee, I realized that everything is about to change. No matter how I vote, no matter what, I say something evil has invaded our nation and our lives are never going to be the same. I've been confused by the hostility of family and friends. I look at people I've known all my life, so hate-filled that they agree with opinions they would never express as their own. I think I may have well entered the twilight zone. We become a nation that has lost its collective mind. You can't justify this insanity. If a guy pretends to be a woman, you're required to pretend with him. Somehow, it's un-American for the census to count how many Americans are in America. Russians influencing our elections are bad, but illegals voting in our elections are good. It was cool for Joe Biden to blackmail the president of Ukraine, but it's an impeachable offense if Donald Trump inquires about it. 20 is too young to drink a beer, but 18 is old enough to vote. People who have never owned slaves should pay slavery reparations to people who have never been slaves. People who have never been to college should pay the debts of college students who took out huge loans for their degrees. Immigrants with tuberculosis and polio are welcome, but you'd better be able to prove your dog is vaccinated. Irish doctors and German engineers who want to immigrate to the U.S. must go through a rigorous vetting process but any illiterate gangbangers who jump the southern fence are welcome. $5 billion for border security is too expensive, but $1.5 trillion for free health care is not. If you cheat to get into college, you go to prison, but if you cheat to get into the country, you go to college for free. People who say there is no such thing as gender are demanding a female president. We see other countries going socialist and collapsing, but it seems like a great plan to us. Some people are held responsible for things that happened before they were born, and other people are not held responsible for what they're doing right now. Criminals are caught and released to hurt more people, but stopping them is bad because it's a violation of their rights. And pointing out all this hypocrisy somehow makes us racist. Nothing makes sense anymore. No values, no morals, and no civility. People are dying of a Chinese virus, but it's racist to refer to it as Chinese even though it began in China. We're clearly living in an upside-down world where right is wrong and wrong is right, where moral is immoral and immoral is moral, where good is evil and evil is good, where killing murderers is wrong but killing unborn babies is a-okay. Wake up, America. The great unsinkable ship, Titanic America, has hit an iceberg, is taking on water, and is sinking fast. Now, first off, the title of this clip is called She Nailed It. And if you've been paying any attention to the news, you know, what she said is 100% right. Everything she mentioned has either happened in the last couple of years or it's happening right now. You know, but what I find the most interesting is what she said at the end. She said, we live in a nation now where being moral is considered immoral. Right is considered wrong and wrong is considered right. 
Now, do you realize that the Bible speaks directly to this? I want you to listen to these verses taken from Isaiah chapter 5, and this is what it says. What sorrow for those who say that evil is good and good is evil, that dark is light and light is dark, that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. What sorrow for those who are wise in their own eyes and think themselves so clever. What sorrow for those who are heroes at drinking wine and boast about all the alcohol they can hold. They take bribes to let the wicked go free and they punish the innocent. This sounds like our nation right now. We have a bunch of leaders right now who think they are wise in their own eyes. They think they are wise for shutting down petroleum in the United States. They think they are wise for letting people who shoplift up to $950 worth of product to go free. And then they take bribes and let the wicked go and then punish the innocent. You know, this next set of verses that I want to share with you might sound familiar to you because we covered it. In the series, you can't handle it. It paints a vivid description of those who call good evil and evil good. And we want to read it again because it is so applicable to our message we wish to convey in this episode. You know, God says in Isaiah chapter 59, it's your sins that have cut you off from God. And because of your sins, he has turned away and will not listen anymore. Your hands are the hands of murderers and your fingers are filthy with sin. Your lips are full of lies, and your mouth spews corruption. No one cares about being fair and honest. The people's lawsuits are based on lies. They conceive evil deeds and then give birth to sin. I want to stop right there because what does a dog give birth to? Oh, that's right, a puppy. What does a cat give birth to? A kitten. A human being gives birth to... (laughs) A human being gives birth to a human being, right? These people, God describes as being so wicked that they give birth. They can't help but give birth to nothing but sin because that's what their DNA is. It's evil, pure evil. They hatch deadly snakes and weave spiders webs. Whoever eats their eggs will die. Whoever cracks them will hatch a viper. And it goes on to say their webs can't be made into clothing and nothing they do is productive. You know, we covered this in Fascism with the Side of Canadian Bacon, Episode 5. We talked about how these people never fix anything, but instead create more chaos, confusion, and bitterness and division. This is what we see. Their activity is filled with sin and violence is their trademark. How about the guy who decided he wanted to try to kill Brett Kavanaugh? Violence was his trademark. He wanted to kill a guy because he didn't like what he was going to do. Well, and also, I just want to point out that those people were protesting at Brett Kavanaugh's house, which is against the law. And the Department of Justice refused to arrest those people. No one would put them behind bars. And so that's an example of how they let the wicked go free and they go after the innocent. And it shows how we have a Justice Department that actually thinks that violence is a good thing when it's to their political enemies. It goes on to say their feet run to do evil. They rush to commit murder. They only think about sinning. Misery and destruction always follow them. Let's listen to somebody else talk about America. You know, we listened to this and we were just overwhelmed with emotion. I think you're going to be too. This is the America that we celebrate. This is the America that we love. America is a land of heroes, 
a place where greatness is born, where destinies are forged, and where legends come to life. This is the home of Thomas Edison and Teddy Roosevelt, of many great generals, including Washington, Pershing, Patton, and MacArthur. This is the home of Abraham Lincoln, Frederick Douglass, Amelia Earhart, Harriet Tubman, the Wright brothers, Neil Armstrong, and so many more. This is the country where children learn names like Wyatt Earp, Davy Crockett, and Annie Oakley. This is the place where the Pilgrims landed at Plymouth and where Texas Patriots made their last stand at the Alamo. The American nation was carved out of the vast frontier by the toughest, strongest, fiercest, and most determined men and women ever to walk on the face of the earth. Our ancestors braved the unknown, tamed the wilderness, settled the Wild West, lifted millions from poverty, disease, and hunger, vanquished tyranny and fascism, ushered the world to new heights of science and medicine, laid down the railroads, dug out the canals, raised up the skyscrapers. Our ancestors built the most exceptional republic ever to exist in all of human history, and we are making it greater than ever before. This is our glorious and magnificent inheritance. We are Americans. We are pioneers. We are the pathfinders. We settled the new world. We built the modern world. And we change history forever by embracing the eternal truth that everyone is made equal by the hand of Almighty God. America is the place where anything can happen. America is the place where anyone can rise. And here, on this land, on this soil, on this continent, the most incredible dreams come true. This nation is our canvas, and this country is our masterpiece. We look at tomorrow and see unlimited frontiers just waiting to be explored. Our brightest discoveries are not yet known. Our most thrilling stories are not yet told. Our grandest journeys are not yet made. The American age, the American epic, the American adventure has only just begun. Our spirit is still young. The sun is still rising. God's grace is still shining. And my fellow Americans, the best is yet to come. Wow, what a difference in these two descriptions, right? I mean, you really must watch the video and the link is on our website because this video brings home the point of how wonderful our blessed nation is and, and still can be. But this is the nation led by God and with God. The first description is a picture of a nation without God, and it's ugly. And if we are really honest, it's very ugly. So many of these people he mentioned were people who came from nothing. Perfect example is Annie Oakley. She came from this little town called Greenville in Ohio that's just a stone's throw from where we live. She had humble beginnings, 
Harriet Tubman is another example of this. This is indeed the nation where your only limit is yourself. It was a nation that allowed anyone to rise. Why? Because its glorious founding was based on Judeo-Christian principles. Freedom. It's freedom that we clearly teach that we are all created equal. And as the old commercial says, it just doesn't get any better than that. And this is what America really has been for over 200 years. But as that first lady said, evil has invaded our country. That's what she said. I prefer to describe it as evil hasn't invaded, but rather the people have become evil. And now they prefer a nation without God. Our nation is changing. It's changing to something different from what was described in our second audio. And to those who do love our country, this can be very disheartening. But the good news is that it doesn't have to be that way, though. God does offer forgiveness to anyone who wants to turn from their sins. And even a nation who wants to return to him, he will forgive. This is also from Isaiah 59. It says this, Listen, the Lord's arm is not too weak to save you, nor is his ear too deaf to hear your call. God does offer a chance to repent. Here's another example of this. In 2 Chronicles 7.14, it says this, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and heal their land. This is a land that needs healing. And God says he will give it to those who turn to him. Which one do you prefer? A nation with God? The one true God, the one it has been over these last 200 years, like Trump so eloquently described, or do you prefer a nation without, as Our Lady just described earlier at the beginning of this episode? A nation with him has hope, as stated in Second Chronicles 7, and, and this hope, which is found only in the Almighty God, Our God, who happens to be the strongest, a God who never will turn on his promises. I mean, the turning around of this nation doesn't begin with that person over there. It's going to have to start with you. It needs to begin right here with me. Let's spend the birthday of this nation reflecting the love of God and accepting his forgiveness and hope that he offers to us in 2 Chronicles 7.14. We want you to enjoy your holiday. So have a good 4th of July day, celebration, week. Let's make thankfulness for the nation that we have and can have, something that we practice all year long. You know, next week we will be continuing our new series that we've been doing. It's called The Beginning of the End. I want you to pass word along on to, about this because there's a lot of people who are very interested in what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 24 and the book of Revelation. So if you would, take the post that we're going to have on Facebook, share that with your friends, tag some people on it, like it, so that way it gets even more exposure. Until, Until next time, time, my fellow traders. traders.